Welcome back to What the Fluff. I am your host. Um, the quality might be weird on this. If and if you're cars, people, dogs, uh, anybody who I refer to by the name of Vader, that is my dog. Um, please do not worry. And that's just because I'm making this episode on the go, which I will be making a lot of episodes on the go, which means I don't have like a set mic set up. I'm just have a recorder in my hand as I walk my dog. So. Yeah, um, ah, so I recently found out that, sorry, I'm walking by, somebody who's about to be leaving, my, so I recently found out that my boyfriend is somewhat of a newfer. Now, a lot of people will call me a newfer just because I am young, but... And I've only been in this fandom six to eight years now. So, I guess I'm still new, but I'm not, like, new to the fandom. Like, I know the, ling- I know the lingo. I know the words to... I know the lingo. I know stuff about the fandom that, if you're a new fur, would make your hair tingle. And not in a good way, but not in a bad way either. Depends on how you look at it. But... I'm going to be making a few episodes here, an episode or two, where I talk about the, some of the need-to-know lingo. This is going to be the safe episode. The next episode of lingo, please, it is for a mature audience if I can't stop you from listening, but I can warn you. And I want you to know with that episode, the fandom is not all this, this is a minority that has or does or has does or do anything like this so yeah so don't think oh every fur is like this no this is that is just what you know every fandom is gonna have its bad things every you know all of it but more on that in the next episode hey I'm going to go over some of the common terms that a lot of you might know, and this might just be review, and some semi-uncommon terms that you may or may not know. So, I guess I just start off with commissions. Commissions is not a furry term. It is an art term. But it doesn't entirely... Literally, commission is when you somebody does something for you that you it's when you have somebody to do something for you like if i commission art it's i'm paying somebody to make me art in the way that i want it so if i commission my persona i'm going to an artist and i'm going hey you do art for 20 bucks here's 20 dollars i would like you to make my persona let's say um sitting in a chair reading a book by a fire and then they draw that and I pay them for it and I commission them for that art common term apparently some people don't know it and I'm going over it so um now a term that if you don't know this you have clearly only been in this fandom for about five minutes if that um fursuit now, 
It's kind of self-explanatory, but not really. Well, it really is. So a fursuit is literally a suit of fur that someone wears as a costume out to like conventions or to, you know, sometimes you'll see them take walks, but it's something that they had commissioned. Now, fursuits can be quite expensive. And the people who make fursuits are true craftsmen. A fursuit is not something that just comes off the assembly line. It takes time, effort, they have to get the materials, they have to sew it together, they have to find the seams for the tails, they gotta stuff it right, you know, make it right. They have to, it's customized to fit you. It's not a one-size-fits-all type of shirt. It's something that, you know, you send them your dimensions, you send them the rest of your persona or the character that you are having made. They make it, you know. They send to you and they can range several hundred bucks to several thousand dollars. Depends on your color, your height, how big you are, you know. If you have wide shoulders, it's got to get wider shoulders. If you have a really big stomach, they got to make a really big stomach, you know. So, and fur is usually, I'm pretty sure, bought by the foot. Unless you're buying a whole roll, which is, you know, some crafters do. But these, and I want to know right now, don't go and say, oh, fursuit crafting is easy. It is not. If you ask a fursuit maker how hard it is, they'll be honest. It is terrifyingly hard. Especially because, well... They're making it for someone and they want it to be right. They want it to be perfect. They're putting their time, energy, time, soul, and energy into this. So don't disrespect a fursuit maker. And if they make you a fursuit and there's something wrong, don't be mean and don't go tell everybody. Just be like, hey, something's wrong. Could you fix this? And I can tell you right now, most any fursuit crafter will be like, sure, anything to help you. If you're nice to them, you know, but... It. Shut up, birds! Sorry. Birds are ruining my podcast. Ruining my podcast. So I was gonna go here because it's normally quiet, and it's not. Freaking birds. Well, better leave it. So let's keep going. Um, so yeah, fursuits, you'll see what people wear to cons. They're fluffy, they're soft. See a fursuiter? Don't just go up and, by the way, a fursuiter is someone who wears the fursuit. Don't be weird and you see a fursuiter and just run up and hug them. Please go up to them. Be like, hey, can I get a hug? Don't be that person who just, oh, I'm going to hug you, you know. Crazy stuff. Probably if you... Like they're being attacked by a random person, ask them. They will usually say yes, because guess what? Fursuiters are huggers. They love to give hugs. Ask their name, you know, take a picture. But yes, fursuit crafting is hard. But if you're furry, you're probably going to end up buying a fursuit. So make sure you find a good crafter. So, And buying for especially, don't go to like the biggest, most popular crafter all the time. You know, they may be great. But also try to support some newer, younger crafters who aren't so popular. Because for a lot of fursuit makers, that's their only income. 
you know? Some of them do it on the side, but a lot of them do that as their main job. And for those newer crafters, it's those people who start getting fursuits from them and who go and say, I got a fursuit from this person. It looks amazing. Can, you know, that really helps them. So help them because they're furries and we're part of a community, okay? That's the big thing. Be part of the community, you know. Um, so, I do have another fursuit term here. And, by the way, if you are hearing this, it means I got it right and my memory is correct. If you are not hearing this, it means that, well, I scrapped it because I said a word wrong. I am pretty sure it's digigrade, which is, remember correctly, is really digitigrade, but everybody says it digigrade. Um, what does that mean? <coughs> um, well, digigrade, or digitigrade, as it is properly called, if I remember correctly, is when they you put padding around, like, the legs and whatnot to make it seem more animal-like. Or they might put padding to make that kind of look like a backwards knee, but it's really padding around the thighs to make them more animal-like, so... You know, you have non-digigrade where it just looks like a suit they're wearing. Or you have digigrade where it looks like the, they got like animal legs, you know? So, um, it does cost more money to get, usually, uh, well, it costs more money to get a digitigrade for a suit, but they look pretty cool. Um, but when it, also when you are getting a fursuit, they usually need your dimensions. They might ask for, I'm pretty sure it is a duct tape dummy now i don't know i know what that is and i don't know how to explain it but it's basically where it's literally a dummy of yourself that's duct taped with stuff i don't know if you really want to know there's a podcast called straight from the muzzle where um they talk about it where because uh, <coughs> one of the hosts who um I don't know what she goes by now. I know it was like Roar or, or whatever. And then it was Bean. Now it's something else, I think. But I'm just going to call her Bean because that's what I remember. Um, is a fursuit maker. And she does go over some of the terms. They go over a lot of terms. They go some of the terms that I'm going over. Just variety. Um, they're a pretty good podcast. So I like them. <clears throat> and I'm not saying ditch mine. Because obviously I need listeners. But... You know, um, if you want to go there, but you also need a ref sheet. What is a ref sheet? A ref sheet is literally a sheet of your character, but it's not just a drawing of your character. It's a drawing of your character, and it has the colors that your character is. The name, like the, you know, some maybe some characteristics, you know, what it wears, the colors, the, if your character has special symbols or designs on it. You put those down separately. You take it, you draw maybe a couple head views, you know. Um, body, front, side, and back. You draw the tail, too. They don't just draw it with a tail. One side view, take off the arms. Where the arms are, the shoulders, just put a circle with an X there. Tail is put a circle with an X there. It's meant to show character, and then you put the arms maybe separate. You know, your front and back, these, you're going to have them on there. But it's to show, you know your character, give them something to know what they're working with. You need a rush sheet when you're 
commissioning art of your character as well. So, oh, that's uh, awesome. There's a spider here. It's got a giant orange back. And it looks like, you know how you see in some movies where they wear the armor and it's got like that spine chink? That's what it's got on it. I'm guessing that's probably an egg, but it's huge. Um, so yeah, you need that. It's orange. It's like a pumpkin orange. Um, so you usually need that for commissioning art. Um, so, yes. Um, now, um, uh, what was it? Oh, so con or convention is usually a space that is planned out. You have like, where... You have furry conventions, obviously, most of you have heard of Comic-Con, which is a convention, but you have furry conventions, you know, you have a lot of them. I'm going to list a couple of the big ones. Anthrocon is one of the big ones. MFF, Midwest Fur Fest, is another big one. Furry Week Atlanta, in, obviously in Atlanta, huge. Anthrocon is in Pennsylvania. Midwest Fur Fest, I can't remember where that is. You have Denver, which is in Denver. Um... Uh, and Furry Week Atlanta is also known as FWA, Furry Week Atlanta. Um, so those are a few of the big ones, you know, that you can go to. Um, now that you have a couple different types of conventions. You have the all-ages conventions, which are for kids and adults. And they have certain areas sectioned off for the adults only. You have to show ID. You have the kids-friendly conventions where there is no sectioned off adult areas. You can go as an adult, but it's a place where kids can go, you know, and, you know, you have to watch what you say. You can be pulled out if you are inappropriate. They don't sell alcohol in there, you know. And you have your... You know, rarely you have an all-adult convention where you have to show ID at the door to show prove that you're adult. So you have alcohol on site, um, <coughs> along with special types of art being sold, which I will cover in the other episode that I told you about in the beginning of this one. So, yes. Um, so you have that. Now there are... Um, you have different species, and you have two types of species in art. Well, three. You have closed species. Species that you need specific permission from the creator to make. Open species. Um, actually, four types of species. Well, for making open species are species that you can just make and you don't need anybody's permission. Semi-closed are species that you can make, but there are guidelines. And there are certain things that you can't do without express permission from the creator. Um, but then when you're making species, you have two types of species. You have, well, three. You have actual real world species like wolves, foxes, and whatnot. You have hybrids. Like if I have a dragon wolf as my persona, that is a hybrid. Then you have fictional species like the protogen. Which is a walking, furry, part, living, part, synth, basically, being. Or the Dutch angel dragon. Not a real species. But you have them. The Sorgal is also a 
um, fictional species, but people love them. So, yes. Um, <clears throat> that's what you have, you know. So, and a hybrid doesn't just have to be like, ooh, dragon wolf. If I want, I, 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 could, I could make my persona be a dragon wolf peacock parrot if I really want to. Four different species, but it's a hybrid and I can do what I want. So, yes. Um, so there is that. Um, now what else is there? Let me think. Um, oh, conventions, you can buy a crap ton of stuff. Support your, the artists. A lot of artists, especially the little time artists, the little league artists, you know? So artists who are new and, you know, who may not have thousands upon billions of reviews, but who have only been doing art for a few years and maybe have a couple people buy their stuff. But it looks amazing. Get it. Support them. These people need your support. I cannot stress that enough. But just these people. Some people do this as their only. This is their only option to make money. And you, we all know in the real world you can't survive without cash. So support them. I cannot stress that. Especially the ones who aren't the big shots. Because they're not big shots. They're not like everybody knows who this is. You know? You know what I mean? Like... So, uh, oh. Now, of course, the name slips me. I was gonna list some, like, big hot shot artist and fursuit maker, and I can't think of them. <coughs> now... You get a treat to my neighborhood. It's all dogs and birds and cars. FedEx trucks being real loud coming by. You know? Um, but, so, you have to support your artists. Support people. And I will tell you, they will be thankful for it. Okay? Because this is what they do. And be nice. Don't just walk in there, you know, and do a comment, be like, and don't, if they're like, I only make this type of art, I do not go to this, I'm just going to call it the dark side, don't just come up and be like, yeah, I want you to make my character doing blah blah and blah with the ice cream cone, you know, I want that ice cream cone shoved up in uh, some place, you know, and... If they're like, I don't do that, first of all, don't do that if they say they're not going to do it. You know? Second of all, if they say, no, I'm not going to do that, don't just be like, oh, then I'm going to go tell everybody that you suck and tell everybody that they suck. No. Because you were the one who came in there and they said they weren't going to do it. They have the right to turn you down. Do not get mad. They are an artist. If it's something that they don't feel comfortable doing, can't do, or you're a complete meanie to them and they don't want to work with somebody like that they have the right to turn you down do not complain especially if you are in the wrong and don't deny that you're not in the wrong because most artists are extremely friendly every artist that i've met and i've met hundreds of little time artists who are real small you know aren't that well known nicest people you can meet have i met one who's been kind of mean so far not yet <clears throat> the closest I got was somebody who ended up with kind of mean, but then apologized later on because they were like, I'm sorry, I've been, you know, I, I've been working really hard, 
And, you know, they were like, I've been working really hard in art and I'm really stressed because money's tight and I've been running a bit slower because I'm trying to do, I got like family problems going on. So I've had people pull out that I understand that. Also, if you're paying somebody to do your art and it goes a little bit off schedule, they're working. They have to balance art with other things. Don't be like, I can pull out after they've put all this work into it. Because that sucks for them. I know this is meant to be about like the lingo and whatnot, but this is all stuff that you should know. <coughs> like not, okay, this is their income, this is how they make their money. So three things you know. Be nice. And be nice, respect the artist and their work, okay? Don't pull out, you know, in the middle of them doing it, you know? Or at the end, or even at the beginning, You're, you know? And, for the love of God, just be chill with them. You don't need to come in here looking for a fight or all riled up. Just be kind, be chill, you know? And work with them, okay? If you want an update, be like, hey, can I have an update on how this is going? And they'll send you a watermarked photo of how it's going. Because they're not just going to send you the right photo <coughs> so you can steal it. So, But so you can see. And they'll give you updates. And fursuit makers will do that too. They will be like, hey, this is how it's going. You know, Just work with the artist. And if they clearly say they're not making that kind of art, don't walk in there and be like, you're going to make this. Okay? You know? And if they do a good, a really, really good job, let people know. So that way they can get more people coming to them. So that way they can get out there. Because what's the artist's dream? To make it, to make it out there, you know? What do they want? They want to be able to have people come to them to make art. So that way they can make other people happy. <clears throat> Not a lot is it just about the money. They want to make people happy, you know? Because... Having your character drawn is special, and they know that. And artists are special, too, because not everybody can make it out to be an artist. We all may think, ooh, we're big shot artists, you know? Oh, another thing, don't steal work. Don't have to make you something and be like, I made this. No, they made it. Do not steal their work at all, okay? I know that almost all of us are guilty for that. I can't say that I'm not. I've done that once, a long time ago. Mistake, you know, don't do it. Don't steal art. Do not. That is bad. That's a big no-no. <coughs> so, um, yeah, support your artists, you know. Um, there are lots of different types of art, too. You know, abstract, fine art, line art, no lines, black line, you know, shaded, body, head. You have head, half, body, full, or, you know, you know, and also the artist gets to set the price. They can price whatever the heck they want. Do you think there's something wrong with their price? Well, just go for somebody else then. Be like, hey, you can say, hey, your price is a little bit too high, you know, but, you know, maybe you should consider lowering it in a nice way. But it's up to them, okay? So, um, 
<clears throat> yeah. Now, <clears throat> how many dogs are there in my neighborhood? A lot, apparently. Um, so yeah, I know that was probably a really long rant on fursuit here as an artist, but something that I feel strongly about, and it's something that a lot of people feel strongly about, and I'm literally tired of hearing people, you know, throwing artists under the bus and being mean to them, you know, and I'm tired of finding artists and having them melt down to me. No, I'm not saying that. I'm like, oh, don't melt down. I'm here for people when they need it. If you need to talk, talk to me. I'm here for that, okay? But it makes me mad when I hear an artist be like, yeah, I started making a piece. I got, I told him it'd take a month. I'm almost done with it. And I finish it and he pulls out and says he's not going to pay me, you know? And then, or them dealing with people who are just complete jerks. And then go out there, be a jerk, and then just call the artist a jerk and go out there, you know? It's not right. Okay, if I commission an artist for me, you know what I do when they do it? You know what I'm going to do when they do a really good job? I'm going to go to the world and I'm going to say, hey, get art from this artist. They do an amazing job. They're good. They're honest. They did it in good time or whatnot, you know? I'm going to tell people that because it's... I'm nice, so Vader, leave it. So that's just how I am, you know. But there'll always be those mean people, so <clears throat> and I technically can't stop them. Now, can I? I uh, no, I can't. But on to the next thing. Um. Uh. Oh, what was it? I had it. The thought just moved. You know, it's one of these times I should really just make a list. Instead of listing it out in my head and being like, I'm going to remember this all. I don't always remember it all, but I'm trying. Um, uh, now, there's this thing called a fur pile. What is that? Uh, imagine a football. I don't know if you ever watched football when they tackle and pile up onto each other. Sort of like that, but with fursuiters. <coughs> Do not start a fur pile. Okay, not everybody likes being in a fur pile. Also, uh, they can be dangerous because it's a bunch of people in fursuits and those can get pretty hot. Um, oh, that was my thought. So, warnings about wearing a fursuit. Oh, wait, before I say that, there are several types of fursuits. You have a full suit, which is a full suit. Head to toe in fursuit. Then you have a partial. Partial is not a full suit. They're usually worn with like shirts, pants, but you got your head, your hands, maybe some arms, short sleeves, and sometimes feet. Not always, <coughs> but not a full suit. Some people can't use, can't wear full suits, so they wear partials because they overheat. Partials are nice because you're not in a literal encasing of fur. So, overheat so you don't have to worry about that but in a full suit they can get hot now I recommend there are vests you can get I can't remember the name of the certain vest that I found that is really well reviewed I will find it I will put it in another episode but there are cooling vests you can wear but they get hot a lot of conventions have back rooms for fursuiters only you know but they can so you can take your head off and cool down but 
if you're in the middle of uh, some, you know, if you're in the middle, I don't care if there are kids around, and you feel like you're going to pass out from heat, I don't care if you're breaking the magic. Breaking the magic is what it's called when you take off your head or something and show that you're a human underneath. Okay? Do it because your safety comes first. It gets hot, and I cannot stress this enough how hot it gets. But we, you can technically die in a fursuit. Has it happened? I don't know, but it's... You're wearing fur. Now, fur obviously is warm. It's like wearing a wi really heavy winter jacket over your entire body, but not in the winter. <coughs> so, be careful. Stay hydrated. Okay? There are places at conventions where they have drinks, big drinks with these huge straws for you to slip in through the fursuit mouth. If you have an open mouth fursuit, it's usually a hole for you to drink water through, you know. Um, but make sure you stay hydrated because we don't need you passing out and having a problem. Okay? Be careful. Okay? Um, they do have rooms for you to take your head off to cool down. But make sure you're staying safe. There are cooling vests to help keep your body temperature low. But if you feel unsafe with your heat levels and your body levels, just make, don't be like, I gotta get through the back room. If you don't think you can make it there, you think you're gonna get hurt by trying to make it there, just take off your head and cool down right then and there. Because your safety matters, bringing the magic, whatever. I'd rather somebody break the magic than have to go to the hospital for, you know, because they were like, I didn't want to break the magic for the kids but then have heat stroke and go to the hospital. It can be dangerous, they get hot, you know, especially in hot places, <coughs> okay? But actually a lot of conventions are actually held closer to the fall when it's cooling down, instead of the middle of the summer and the hottest day of the year, you know? And then you actually have a lot of winter conventions because they're cool outside. So you can actually be in your first suit outside and it'll, you'll feel the coolness through the fur, but it's nice, you know? So, yes, there is that, um, but be careful out there. I'm just letting you know it's, it's fun, but there are dangers. Also, rule of thumb with fursuits, about washing. If, you, if people are like, I just tried it on for a quick second, should I wash it? Here's my one tip, one stop rule. If you sweat, if you... If you sweat in it, you wash it. Even if you wore it for five minutes, if you sweat in it, you wash it. Okay? Because you don't want bacteria and stuff growing in there that'll make you sick. So if you sweat in it, wash it. <coughs> How do you wash a fursuit? YouTube will give you answers for that because I don't know the best ways to wash it. There are a few different ways that people say you should wash a fursuit. I don't know them. I don't actually own a fursuit yet. So, but yes. Just stay safe out there, you know, stay safe, be careful, stay hydrated, number one thing, because dehydration is a bad thing, <coughs> and also the other thing, Vader, what, it's with a smile, huh, the other thing with sweating in it is it'll smell if you don't wash it, what's the matter, huh? If you don't, and guess what, when somebody goes to hug you, and they smell, your suit smell like B.O., it's going to be really embarrassing and really disgusting. So wash it. 
if you sweat in it, wash it, and especially, at, and especially, some people I know bring stuff to clean their fursuits at the convention, which is smart in cleaning their room, you know. But rule of thumb: if you go to a convention with your fursuit, if you wash it there, that's cool. But also wash it when you get home, and disinfect it because conventions are full of people, and you don't know what people have. This podcast episode is made during a pandemic. <clears throat> and as you can hear, I am recovering from something. Um, not COVID, I don't think. Don't quote me on that, but I'm 99% sure it's not COVID. Um, but yes, so that is a rule of thumb. After convention, wash it. Just wash it. Take good care of it, okay? You know, brush it when it needs brushing, you know, and all that. But wash it, and after a convention, disinfect it. So, because you've just been around several hundred to several thousand people, and you probably hugged a lot of them. So, yeah. Um, also, if you're in a fursuit, be nice to people. <coughs> if somebody comes up and asks for a hug, don't be like, no, 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 no. If they, you know... You can say no, but you can be nice about it, you know? So, and if you're going up to somebody in a fursuit, ask them if you can hug them. Don't just come up and be like, oh, I'm going to hug, you know, tackle them in a hug. Don't. Because, okay, I got trucks driving by. Um, it's not that nice. Um, so, yeah. So, um, oh, and another term, poodling. What is poodling? So, term that sounds interesting. Is it a poodle? No, it's not about that. <coughs> poodling is when you show skin. It kind of goes along with breaking the magic, but not entirely. Because, like, if you're wearing a partial, you and you show your arm skin because you don't have arm, you know, you're poodling. But bringing the magic is really taking off your head, you know? Take off your first your head, that's bringing the magic. But poodling... Not all, like I said, not all people can wear full suits, so they have to. They have to wear partials because some people either run really hot, you know, or when they get a little bit too hot, they have problems, you know. And some people can't do it because for medical reasons. There are medical reasons why somebody can't get, wear a full suit because of body heat and whatnot. So... Don't make fun of people for that because uh, there I know someone who has a problem with that and like they can't be outside much in the summer because of the heat. So otherwise they will literally pass out. <coughs> so be careful. You know? Stay safe, stay hydrated, be careful. And you know, um that's yeah. Stay safe, be kind, be Stay safe, be kind, be careful, stay hydrated. Number one rule, stay hydrated. I know there's somebody mowing, but I gotta, no, I'm turning around another direction, but I've gotta go this way. So, um, yeah, stay hydrated. Number one thing, just to just make sure you drink enough water, because, well, you can die from dehydration. So, you really wanna stay safe. Um, so yeah, you know, then you have obviously your fursuit parts, so you have the body, the tail, some fursuits have wings, your head, your feet, your paws, 
<coughs> you know, as your main parts of your fursuit, um, you know, so, and treat your fursuit well, they can be damaged, especially, I don't know what it is with a thing where people decide to take the fursuit head and kick it, see how durable it is, that's really dumb, the fursuit head is made of foam with fur on it, don't kick it, foam dents, you know, you're, you're gonna ruin the thing that somebody just spent days on for you, you just paid somebody to do, yeah, really dumb, so, yeah, um, don't do that, just don't, and for the love of God, don't, per don't purposely, like, run, be mean to your suit, and, no, suits are not usually machine and dryer washable. So yes, they take a bit of care. Don't just shove it in the washer or dryer. That is a very bad idea. You know, fursuit care 101. Do not shove it in the washer or dryer. Fursuit care 102. Do not kick your fursuit head or any foam part of your fursuit. Fursuit 103. Take good care of it and wash it and disinfect it after cons. That's about all you need to know. Three things you really need to know. Those are the three important things. Don't wash it. Don't mistreat it. And may or <clears throat> not don't wash. Don't wash it in machines. Take care of it and make sure you clean it properly and often. Okay. So there. And if you ever need like something fixed, you can call up the maker and be like, hey. Uh, you made me first suit a while back. You know, I've had it for about two years now. Maybe it's the years of fraying a little bit. You know, couldn't you redo it? And they'll be like, yeah, you pay me money and I'll redo it for you, you know? So, take good care of it. So, all I can really say is, it might seem like a lot, and I'm passionate about this because I want you to do this right, but yes. So, take care of it. There's some of your uh, furry lingo. And stay safe, stay hydrated, and make sure that you're not over here being a meanie to people. Now, I have to go. I got work to do. Because I have something called a job. So, have a good day. Please tell your friends about the podcast. Get people here and listen to it. Let's do as much as you want. Listen to the previous episodes. Stay tuned for the next episodes and my random posting rate because I haven't, I just do these when I can. And please apologize for all the background noise, but enjoy your day and I'm out.